Welcome. This is Dr. Owen Anderson, and thanks for joining us for our weekly devotion. This week, we're going to look at Deuteronomy 13, and let's get into it. Let me look. Let me read these first few verses. Here's what it says. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass of which he spoke to you, saying, let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So here he is. He's not precluding. This is what's interesting to me. He doesn't preclude that a false prophet or dreamer of dreams can give you a miracle, a sign or wonder that comes to pass. So many Christian apologists spend their time trying to prove New Testament miracles are true, because if they're true, then the New Testament's accurate. But what this is saying is you could have someone do a miracle and what they teach isn't accurate. What's interesting is not if the miracles happened. What's interesting is what's being said. So if they teach you to go after other gods, what that means is what you need to know isn't if a miracle happened. What you need to know is who God is so that you don't go after a false version of God. And don't think this is something obvious, like a, a demonic idol with blood coming off its fangs, and, and you don't go after that idol. No, it's not obviously that at all. A counterfeit deity could be something like Aristotle's unmoved mover. That's a God that doesn't know anything about us and doesn't, doesn't rule through providence. But many Christian philosophers are, are misled by that God, or Plato's demiurge. Again, uh, many philosophers get misled and think, well, that's just basically God from, from general revelation, when it isn't that at all. So we need to know who God is, and then we're able to assess the signs of wonders. It's interesting, too, also a dreamer of dreams. Now, I know that uh, that means something like uh, of seeing the future, like what David or did for, or not David, uh, Daniel did for Nebuchadnezzar. But maybe thinking about today, how we have people who say that they have dreams to accomplish, but the dreams they want to bring about aren't actually consistent with who God is. And so this Deuteronomy 13, 1 and 2 and 3 really calls us that we better know who God is, because it's only on that basis that we can then assess or judge if a prophet is telling us to go after another God. And it, it should be noted here that Deuteronomy calls us to love the Lord your God. And that's not just a New Testament thing. The New Testament is getting it from the Old Testament. And, and, and then it connects up loving God with fearing God. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him. Now, for many today, loving God and fearing God are opposites. But this has them in almost the same sentence. I mean, right next to each other. You love God and you have a walk after the Lord your God, you walk with the Lord, you fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and you shall serve him and hold fast to him. Because you love him, but also because you fear him, you serve him and hold fast to him. Now, the fearing him comes in connection to this. From the very beginning, God told us the day you eat, you'll surely die. Or to put it another way, the wages of sin is death. To fear God is to believe that's true. You can't sin and not have spiritual death. Every time you sin, it leads to spiritual death. 
But many people, in fact, the world is filled with, human history is filled with us humans who have all said, no, God's not right about that. I can sin and in sinning still get life. That's not the fear of the Lord. So we love the Lord, we seek him and we fear him. We believe that it's true that the wages of sin is death. And so we should not turn astray to another God. The prophet of that dreamer of dreams in the Old Testament, this was punished by death because he's spoken to you in order to turn you away from the Lord. So the false prophet has his purposes. He wants to turn you away from God, but God is using it for his purposes to test you. Reminds us of what God said uh, or, or what was true about Joseph and his brothers. Joseph said, you had your purpose, but God had his purpose. And God's testing you to know whether or not you really do love God. Because if you were seeking God, you would know who God is, and you wouldn't be turned away from the Lord your God. And it's not just the Lord your God. Again, it's not some unmoved mover. It's the ruling God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, who redeemed you from the house of bondage. But the false prophet wants to entice you away, to entice you from the way which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So taking you away from this. So God has a purpose. God is testing to see, do you know, or do you only think you know? Do you really know who God is? Could you compare God, the Lord God, Aristotle's God, Plato's God, and maybe five or six others I could put out there and show me how those others aren't the Lord God? Could you define the Lord God and show how that definition of God is the true one? from general revelation. You should know that from general revelation. That's what will allow you to not be turned astray by this. And it, it would demonstrate that you do love God, that you, you pursue God. So, so shall you put the evil from your midst. We should take this teaching so seriously. Now, I'm not suggesting the New Testament doesn't have the same uh, consequences. In contrast to the death penalty in the Old Testament, you might have excommunication in the New Testament, putting the uh, unbeliever out of the church. But the principle is the same. You're putting the evil away from your midst. You're taking seriously the fact that the false prophet has this purpose. He's not just you know kind of doing the best he can, and he, he accidentally got into error, but he means well. No, it's telling us he doesn't mean well at all. And you should know that he's trying to get you to go after some other God. So know God and love God so you can, you can weather these challenges and fear God in the sense that you know the wages of sin is death. Deuteronomy 13, 1 through 3. 